You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Hi guys, Shivani Peterson back with another episode of the Mortgage Reports Podcast. Today I want to talk about if we are in fact headed into a recession, and I say if because there's a lot of debate out there about whether or not we are in one already, going to be in one, or will ever be in one ever again. But If we did end up in one, would it be smart to buy a home during a recession or would that be the craziest thing you could do? So let's start with defining what a recession is because a lot of us, especially if you're a millennial like me, when you hear the word recession, you think great recession and you think of 2008 when home values crashed and pretty much everyone in the country felt that recession. For me, it was right when I was graduating college, the job market was really tough. It was just hard all around. That was a recession that started in housing and filtered out. Now, any other recession is simply just two consecutive quarters of slowed economic growth, where we see the GDP lower two times in a row for two consecutive quarters. Many times, a lot of people don't even feel a recession. Right now, I think most of America is more concerned with feeling inflation, the cost of gas, the cost of groceries the cost of oxygen, it all feels like it's very, very high. And then when you add the talk on about a recession, people get really nervous because they're already having their pocketbooks affected by inflation. So then they're thinking, well, what's this recession going to do to me? And should I pause all my plans to make any investments and hold on to money? Well, that's counterintuitive, right? Because if the value of your money sitting in the bank is going down, it has less buying power, leaving it there is not a great choice. We're actually seeing that a lot of really savvy investors are moving their money from liquid savings or even certain investments into real estate because that is an asset that's appreciating. So in determining whether or not you should buy a home in a recession, of course, whether you should ever buy is a very personal decision and should be advised to you specifically based on your finances, not generalized. But We're going to figure out, or discuss at least today, three ways that you should look at this and make your decision about buying a home during a recession. Home values, your job stability, and your long-term plans. A lot of things, a lot of factors, a lot of the economics you can't control beyond your household. So let's make the best decision with the information you have available now. No reason to say that you can't make another good decision later, right? So let's start with home values. We're not expecting to see home values appreciate at 20% year over year like we have for the past couple years. CoreLogic recently reported that they're predicting a rate of appreciation at around 5% for 2022 to 2023, looking from May to May of each year. 5% appreciation is a great return on investment, especially if you have to pay for a place to live regardless. Why do we expect home values to continue to go up in spite of a recession or in spite of these higher interest rates that we're seeing? Well, we would expect home values to go up because of simple supply and demand. We have a lot of household formations. In 2022, a lot of millennials, which is the largest demographic of potential home buyers, will reach that first time home buying age. We have buyers who've been waiting over the past two years, actively trying to buy a home. We have a lot of movement between markets following the pandemic. So there's a a heavy demand to purchase a home in America. There's not enough inventory. We've been underbuilding since the Great Recession. And in 2021, there was more new housing starts than ever before, 
But what also happened in 2021 was the cost of lumber increasing, supply chain problems, labor shortages. And a lot of those hurdles are still in place today as builders consider how many new homes to start building. And because of supply chain issues, we are seeing some builders build just one home at a time. So order everything they need for that one home, build it to completion, and then move on to the next. That's a good strategy to get that home released and to tackle supply chain problems, but it doesn't contribute to a lot of homes being put together quickly, fast. So because of the shortage of homes available to meet the demand of buyers who want them, we're going to continue to see home values appreciate. But it's not going to be as rapidly because the cost of money has gone up. And that has priced out some buyers from being able to afford a home in their market. So if you know that you are gonna purchase a home and the value of it is likely to stay the same or increase maybe up to 5%, then that's a good investment, right? Because you're gonna pay for a place to live and that asset is not gonna go down in value. It'll either hold its value or go up a little bit. Then let's think about your job stability. So through a recession, what would your job look like? Is it recession-proof? Is your income, are you self-employed? Are you a W-2 employee? Are you an independent contractor? What impact would the recession have on your income? It's a very important thing to sit down and consider. Does your business thrive in those time periods? Does it slow down? And sometimes it's hard to predict and it takes some analysis because, for example, in the pandemic, you know, foreclosure companies, companies that helped landlords evict their tenants who hadn't paid rent, They would think that they would thrive in a recession, right? That's when most people are likely going to stop paying their rent and need to be evicted. But then the government put a foreclosure moratorium in place. And if you are a company that only services foreclosures, then your entire book of business just died, at least temporarily. So I share that as an example to help you think, well, what are some of the ways that I may not be considering that my income could be impacted by a recession? And then you can make a decision about buying a home accordingly If you decide to buy, buy with a payment you feel very comfortable with on a potentially reduced income, or if you feel like your job is recession-proof, proceed buying with confidence and make sure that the payment is just something you're comfortable with your current salary. And then your long-term plans come into play because in a recession, it may be that you can list your house for sale and it sells quickly depending on your market. It may be that it takes a couple months to sell. It hasn't always been that real estate that the normal was to list your house and have multiple offers within hours, although that's what most of us have gotten very familiar with in the last few years. In reality, you list your house for sale and realtors would tell you to give them a couple months to get you a good solid offer. So you'd want to make sure that long term in the market that you're looking to purchase a property, would you be able to stay there and keep that payment going for a few months? If you're looking to buy now and think that you may only be in that area for one year, then have your mortgage lender run the analysis on what your cost to sell would look like after one year. What is your return on investment after two years, three years? And then you'll know, okay, well, I don't have to waste money on rent even for a year because even if I do move in a year, I could keep this as a rental property and my return on investment would still be $15,000, for example, after paying realtors and closing costs and any other costs associated with selling the property. These are the numbers you wanna know before you purchase if your long-term plans indicate that you may not stay in the same place long-term. It doesn't mean you shouldn't buy, but it means you need to know the numbers on a year-by-year basis to make your decision. My opinion is that owning your home is a protection plan against inflation and a recession-proof strategy if you're not looking to flip it quickly. So 
If we look back on the last time something really crazy happened, that would be when the pandemic hit, right? If you owned your home, you were actually in a really good spot because the government helped you. They allowed you to put your mortgage into forbearance. Then when you were done, you didn't have to catch up immediately. You could negotiate a payment plan or just take over your payments and have the years added to the end of your loan term. So last time something crazy happened, owning your home was actually beneficial. In the future, it could always look different, but the government knows that they can't really allow people to default on their mortgages in mass because they saw how bad that went last time. So they tend to help homeowners out. The other thing to keep in mind is that say you, you bought your home and then something happened with your job and you thought, well, it may take me a month or two to find something else. Well, you probably have some good equity in that house, so you're not going to want to default on the mortgage payment. But let's say the situation is dire and you lost your job and you can't find any work and it's looking like could be a year, could be two years, could be three years. I don't know what I'm going to do. Odds are you could sell your home with a decent profit and live off of that money for a little while until you got yourself settled again. Homes are not going to be underwater anytime soon. At the moment, actually, homeowners are sitting on more equity than they have ever been before. So that could be your nest egg to help you in an emergency. If you found that you were making less money and you needed to pay off some other debts to improve your monthly cash flow, you could tap into your home equity. So my point here is that owning a home in a price range that you can comfortably afford is a smart strategy whether or not we're in a recession. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 